Welcome, welcome, dear friends. SOS Radio here, home of the Art Rebellion. Re-engineering social engineering, recreating true culture out of our own human experiences. This is the Study of Stuff Radio. My name is Mano Elia, sitting here in my bunker. On the edges of society, deep in Jiba town, I sit. I am the voice behind the microphone. You're dialed in, SOS Radio. What is it? What is it? Well, it's kind of like an old-school radio show, a blast from the past, a variety show of sorts. Well, we're going to do some Monty Python-esque skits, you know. It's kind of inspired by the late Joe Strummer's radio show, London Calling. Kind of like the Muppet Show without all the evil bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Every week I'm going to handpick some songs. I'm going to talk to you about some artists, some that uh, are for freedom and love and all that stuff, and some that are for tyranny, and we're going to comment on all of that. What we do over here, we re-engineer the social engineering. We recreate true culture out of our own human experiences. My dear friends, sit back and relax. You never know what's going to happen. We're going to have some guests some friends of ours here at the SOS Radio, they're going to jump on every once in a while, maybe drop some tracks, talk to us a little bit. We got some reporters on the ground. We got our good friend John Marnica sitting there in Toronto, Ontario. He'll be jumping in every once in a while, giving us a little bit of an update. That's right. Sit back and relax on wine. My name again, Mano Ilia. You're listening to SOS Radio, darlings. And remember, this is the home of the Art Rebellion. Re-engineering, social engineering, recreating true culture out of our own human experiences. You're listening to SOS Radio. All right, welcome, my dear friends. Welcome. This is SOS Radio. All right, this is home of the Art Rebellion. Re-engineering their social engineering, if you know what I'm saying. This show is most definitely inspired by the late Joe Strummer. Now, back in the day, Joe Strummer used to do this show on BBC Radio called London Calling. I used to listen and watch that show often, uh, and what a show it was. And it most definitely inspired this show. And one great thing about that show was Joe would handpick a bunch of songs, and he'd comment before playing the songs. Sometimes he'd tell a little bit of story about how he kind of got a, a, a record from some sort of dude in the middle of the jungle in, in Colombia and he hands him some fucking record and boom, he takes it home and it's like, whoa, what is this? Sometimes he would talk about his stories about like visiting Jamaica and doing all that stuff that he was doing in Jamaica and blah, 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 blah. But every once in a while, he would drop these really amazing Joe Strummer words of wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Like he would just drop these sort of, these, these, these like little bit of, these kernels of awesome. All right, here's one of them. And I'm probably going to be playing this one a lot. Uh, every once in a while, I'm going to be playing this. I think maybe even every week I'll be playing this. Who goddamn knows? Because that's the kind of show this is. I just do whatever I want because that's how it is. Anyways, here's Joe with a little bit of a message for us. And so now I'd like to say people can change anything they want to. And that means everything in the world. People are running about following their little tracks. I am one of them. But we've all got to stop just following our own little mouse trail. People can do anything. This is something that I'm beginning to learn. People are out there doing bad things to each other. It's because they've been dehumanized. It's time to take the humanity back into the center of the ring and follow that for a time. Greed, it ain't going anywhere. They should have that in a big billboard across Times Square. 
Without people, you're nothing. That's my spiel. All right, man. How can you deny how awesome that was? That was uh, the late Joe Strummer. And I'm going to be playing uh, a song by Joe. This is one of my favorite songs by the late, great Joe Strummer. It was off his amazing album, Streetcore. Here it is, Long Shadow. Well, I'll tell you one thing that I know. You don't face your demons down. You gotta grapple them, Jack, and pin them to the ground. The devil may care, maybe God, he won't. But better make sure you check on the do's and the don'ts. Crawl up the mountain to reach where the eagles fly. Sure, you can glimpse from the mountain top where the soul of the muse might rise. And if you put it all together, you won't have to look around. You know you cast a long shadow on the ground. Then one day I could tell my tracks about the holes in the soles of my shoes. And that's the day I said I'm gonna make the news. And falling back in the garden The day so long ago Somewhere in the memory The sun shines on you, boy And playing in the arroyos Where the American rivers flow From the Appalachians Down to the Delta Roads A man can't think so long brain could well explode There's trains running through the junctions and king cottons down the road and if you put it all together you won't have to look around you know you cast a long shadow on the ground To the country, the nightjar and the bell. I listen to the night's dreamliner, sounding like the wolves of hell. Head for the water, the waters of the cleansing spell. It was always our destination on the express of the Nadu Wells. And we rocked in Madison City, man, we didn't even know she was there. And when we hit the was in Memphis, I feel street didn't have no prayer. And I hear punks talk of anarchy, I hear hobos on the railroads, I hear mutterings on the chain gangs, it was those men who built the roads. And if you put it all together, you didn't even once relent. You cast a long shadow And that is your testament Somewhere in my soul There's always rock and roll Right there, man. That was the great Joe Strummer. Good old Joe Strummer. 
All right, we're going to be moving right along, right along to the next song. All right, for those of you that know me, know me well, don't even know me, but you know me a little bit, you know that I do love my reggae music. I love all kinds of reggae. I love some culture reggae. I like some roots. I, I like some conscious vibe. Dance hall, you know what I'm saying? Like I like some Sizzla, some Capleton. Capleton will be the next artist we'll be playing. We'll be playing some Capleton. All right, this one's called... Days of old. Listen to the lyrics of this song. They're very poignant to the time we're living in. Oh, and that's one great thing about uh, Mr. Capleton. He has no problem just putting it out there and letting you know what, how he feels about things. All right, my dear friends. Here it is, Capleton. Days of old. Green lion, been there and done that. Fireman and Serious and a fun chat. Wow, my bone them on my don't chat wow. I'm the land you say you are. I'm the land you say you are. That me I tell you about. I'm the land you say you are. That me I tell you about. Don't know make them sell you out. Now spell you out. Babylon shape shifting like a reptilian. Oh, 
Never make them take your militant Get a huge use up your resilience It's alright Cause them promises them never keep Wow And the goal and when them off reach Wow Vampire looking blood them off leak But tell them set them judgment them a go meet That one and the Days of old, my dear friends. Blood sacrifices, they're coming for your soul. You know they are. You know they are. Blood sacrifice, and they're coming for your soul, my dear friends. How do you feel about that? I'm How do you feel about that? As I click the button, it goes chicka chicka chank. All right. See, that's the beautiful thing about doing this live stream thing. You never know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? I'm learning my shit. I'm trying to figure out how to do all this gear stuff and move things around and bing, push buttons and all that stuff. So, you know, you know, there's going to be some slip-ups and stuff like that. All right. All right, my dear friends. I really want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. I see there's quite a few people jumping in. I appreciate that. You know, uh, I hate asking all this, but if you can, you know, hit that like shit and spam you know whatever it is like spread that shit with the sharing and all that stuff uh hit the website manny's been gracious enough to throw that into the comments if you want to throw some comments in there some some weird shit that's cool i like weird shit uh, every once in a while i'm going to try to look at that thing because i don't really do that often <laughs> anyways moving along next song next song ra the rugged man for those of you that don't know who ra the rugged man is you better get you better get to know him, man. You go go on there and start fucking typing that shit in and figure out who R.A. the Rugged Man is. He's a badass motherfucker. He's one of my favorite MCs of all time. I want to give a shout out to my buddy Harry for introducing me to R.A. the Rugged Man. One beautiful thing about R.A., there's quite a few beautiful things, but one in particular that I really enjoy is he can push your buttons. He can make you pissed. He can make you happy. He can make you sad. He can make you laugh. He can make you think. He can make you feel sorrow of like situations in life and stuff. He's a talented, talented, very talented man. Now, you don't have to like everything he says. You know, I don't necessarily always do. But for the most part, I think he's a genius. I think he's one of the greatest MCs of all time to ever grab a fucking microphone and spit bars. You know, this song here, Hate Speech, it's one of his more like, you know, push your button type of songs. So if you're going to get offended, you know, just you shouldn't be watching this anyways. But anyways, this one is going to offend you for sure if you're an offend, I get offended kind of a person. But at the same time, he'll write songs that'll break your heart about uh, some interesting things. We're going to be playing some of those songs as well because that's a side of R.A. that doesn't often get talked about. But anyways, for now, let's push some buttons. Let's go with some fucking hate speech. R.A., the rugged man, hate speech. Mitchell Robbins, in tonight's news, we'll talk about hate, hate speech. Hate. Prehistoric animal, hairy beast, a bloody ape. I bite, came out the Cape White, the Canaanite. I take your wife and lay the pipe. And if I ain't offend you, I ain't probably say it right. I'm like Big L in heaven with the Mac 11 raping Christ. I make atheists beg to be forgiven and listen to Christians. I get 5%ers and white supremacists switching positions. I put the fear of God in Christopher Hitchens. Put feminist bitches in kitchens and make vegans live off. For chicken and chitlins Got a redhead kingpin Pumping hottie hobby If she got a sloppy body Get my bitch some birth control From Hobby Lobby I'm a fat American I call football soccer I give a weakling a wedgie And shove a nerd in his locker I discipline these obscene teens I beat them with belts I smack you with my hard cock On your forehead and leave welts It ain't hate folks Take notes I make great jokes With no apologies or fake quotes And no scapegoats Hate speech Off the brave We're all one free Are we just a wet vagina hole of a country Country Say it Country Don't say this, don't say that 
During national anthems I fat shame a fat kid And blame his fat fuck parents I shame sluts for being sluts I use the word retard I teach this wet vagina hole of a nation to be hard Tell my psychologist I'm dropping Scientologist knowledge While flying on the cosmic rocket ship Not into politics I'm shoving cock in college kids Until they vomit jizz Impersonate a cop and shove my cop glock And you're a esophagus And then I stop and frisk Every white European colonist And stomping on this bitch I'm spitting visions Nostradamus missed I take a room full of ballerinas and I teach them how to juggy. I tell a chubby girl she's fat and tell a ugly girl she ugly. I'm overseas spreading STDs to OPPs. I get my hot Nagandi robbing old ladies for their groceries. I get Muslims quoting my gross poetry of mostly sleaze and get the Pope shoving rosary beads in your ovaries. I barely ever put my dick away. Hit a chick a day. I make my gay friends eat a chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A. Far as gunplay, I put the RA in the NRA. Losing fans and being hated. That's a regular day It's the home of the brave Where we all run free Are we just a wet vagina Home of a country Doing experiments, animal testing. I have holy water for saliva. I give your vaginal a blessing. I leave you more confused than a half black clan member, transgender with a bad temper that was beaten as a kid with an antenna. Call me misogynist. I met a fan and she stopped the copper flick. She was a gothic chick. I took her home, she started gobbling dicks. She stripped and took a topless pick. I put on a boxing flick. I started slobbing the clit and fucked it to the Paula album by Robin Thick. Let the youth fight their own battles and deal with their own bullies. Let the obstacles give them strength instead of raising them as Pussies, I smack society nerds with adjectives and adverbs. You wanna ban words that you think are bad words? That's backwards. It's the home of the brave, where we all run free. Are we just a wet vagina hole of a country? the rugged man offending everybody out there i hope were you offended let me know if you were and if you were i don't really care <laughs> all right uh okay so moving along for uh, for some of you that may know me or may not know me or want to know me i do a podcast called the study of stuff so sos radio this kind of spin-off of study of stuff okay all right okay so sos radio this is the very first episode, so so far it's going all right. I don't know. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you like it. What we do here is we re-engineer their engine social engineering. Okay, now what do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? What do I mean that this is the home of the art rebellion? Okay, let's start talking about some of that. 
Okay, so some of the subjects I've been recently talking a lot more about on my podcast is a social engineering, culture creation, and new age deception. Okay, now that's something I've been studying and looking into for the last couple of years. It started way back, but I started to take it a little bit more seriously considering the last couple of years have been kind of interesting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I did an interesting interview with Courtney Turner, and we discussed Tavistock Institute social engineering and culture creation. It was just like an introduction to the whole uh, whole. Uh, subject of, of of Tavistock Institute and John Coleman and all that. We're going to be talking a hell of a lot more about that. But now, how does that pertain to this show? Well, let's get into that. Let's go. All right. So, oftentimes, we think uh, scenes or ideas or concepts just come up organically. Like, you know, they, they just sort of happen. But oftentimes... That's not the case. Oftentimes, they're engineered. They're created with a certain mind, a certain uh, thought in mind, certain way that they want to change society. The they being, well, you're going to have to tune into the podcast to find a little bit more about the they. But one good example is the 60s counterculture, the 60s hippie movement, the 60s, you know, uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll and all that business. Well, it turns out that a lot of that was backed by the CIA and actually uh, the Tavistock Institute through a lot of other uh, institutes and organizations, helped to massage that whole entire scene and create this whole thing, this whole counterculture, this whole way of changing the fabric of American society and then in turn the entire world. Now, how did they do that? They did that through music. They did that through uh, the whole concept of a teenager and really pumping that idea out there, creating festivals where people would go and kind of uh, like, you know, the Woodstock and all that stuff. So from a, from, a, from a far view, you think that that all happened organically, and some of it did, but for the most part, a lot of it was either uh, created by, encouraged by, nudged, and massaged by other individuals who had nefarious thoughts in mind. Now... Where am, I, where am I going with this? Well, here's where I'm going with this. I made a clip. I put together a clip from a uh, podcast where uh, Dave McGowan, the author of the great book Weird, Weird Scenes Inside the Canyon. It's a great book about the Laurel Canyon scene and how it uh, was instrumental in doing a lot of this culture creation in the 60s and creating the entire hippie whole uh, thing going down in G-Bar Town. You know what I'm saying? That whole thing. So uh, anyways, here's a little clip I put together. It's from an interview he did from uh, with Maria Heller back in the day, and I thought it was poignant. So I just took a bunch of snippets and put them together to kind of illustrate a little bit of my point. And we're going to be talking a hell of a lot more about this in future episodes. Now, give me just a second, because like I said earlier, I'm kind of like new at this whole thing. Let's just hit play here and see what happens. Are you ready? Here it is. And it was also at the time when the Gulf of Tonkin Lai got us, you know, seriously involved in Vietnam. Exactly. It, it happened, yeah, simultaneous with that. Uh, in August, the first week of August 1964, as when the infamous Gulf of Tonkin uh, incident took place, in which uh, two U.S. warships uh, that were part of a fleet under the command of Navy Admiral uh, George Stephen Morrison, whose major distinction at that time was that he was the youngest man to attain the rank of uh, Navy Admiral, but he also had an, another claim to fame, which, which wasn't talked about, but which we'll get to in a second here. But anyway, uh, yeah, that took place in the first week of August. Uh, the ships were supposed attack that led directly to the passing within a couple of days literally within like 48 hours the congress that passes the tonkin gulf resolution which was obviously pre so for those individuals out there that don't know 
what he's referring to. He's referring to the incident that, that uh, was the big that was the reason why the Americans joined the Vietnam War and got involved. Okay, so let's keep going and see where this goes. Drafted just as the Patriot Act was, and you know all this other stuff we've seen more recently. Just just waiting for a pretext, you know. And uh, so this incident took place, uh, which didn't, act, which is all but officially now been acknowledged, didn't actually take place. We never were attacked at all. Right, and you make it very clear it wasn't a false flag uh, attack. It was just the it wasn't a false flag attack, and it wasn't a deliberately provoked attack. Although I think that may have been the goal. These ships were actually doing uh, intelligence reconnaissance work, you know, illegal activities. Like they were probably trying to provoke an attack and uh, failed to do so. So they just made one up. You know, I mean, basically they just right just completely made it up. So that we were attacked, you know, and uh, you know we never were. We didn't lose any men. We didn't lose any ships. So what part did Admiral George Morrison have to play in the Gulf of Tonkin? Well, I mean, by necessity, he was a key conspirator because the ships were under his command. He was the commanding officer. He controlled those two ships. So I mean, any. It, this whole this whole thing could not have been fabricated without his full and complete cooperation. Obviously, I mean, he had to be fully on board the scam, and he was the main man there in the uh, you know in the theater of operations. So obviously, he had to be on board this scam that drew America into the Vietnam quagmire. And uh, at that very same time, I mean, absolutely simultaneous with those events. This whole music scene started to take shape, like, virtually overnight in Laurel Canyon. And uh, one of the very first people on that scene, you know, in late 64, early 65, was, of course, the uh, infamous Jim Morrison, uh, lead singer of The Doors, who is, <laughs> small world that it is, the son of Admiral George Stephen Morrison. Right, what a coincidence. Well, yeah, I mean, is that just bizarre or what? That, that the, while the father is over actively collaborating in constructing this hoax that will be used to escalate the war, at the very same time, the son is over here positioning himself, positioning himself to become this great uh, icon of the peace and love generation. Right, the Pied Piper. All right. Uh, so for you, for some of you that didn't know that, um, I think you're fine. You might find that a little interesting. It's also interesting to know that a lot of the uh, key players in the entire hippie movement of the hate Nashbury scene uh, actually have a lot of uh, military background. Their connection, their families are connected to the military. Uh, a lot of them, a lot, a lot of them, even Janis Joplin. Uh, Frank Zappa, whom we're going to be talking about probably even in the next episode. I'm a huge Frank Zappa fan, and I have a little bit of a theory about uh, Frank. Yes, definitely, his dad was uh, was in the military. We'll talk about that. Uh, and he definitely had some interesting connections to this whole entire CIA operative situation. Um, Charles Manson also fits in this entire thing. The Beach Boys. Uh, it, it's just like a big-ass mess. A lot of them. A lot of them. Uh, the Birds. Uh, you name it. Uh, of course, we also had uh, the Grateful Dead and their connection with, uh, with their uh, psychic... Uh, well, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Anyways, um, so I wanted to go into the next song. The next song, I'm going to pick a door song that I enjoy. 
a lot. Actually, it's one of the songs that it's actually a song I don't hear a lot of people playing. Uh, it's an awesome song. So um, I will talk a little bit more about me being a fan of the Doors in a second, and we'll, we'll get to that. But uh, here is an interesting Doors song. Even the lyrics, even the lyrics. Check out the lyrics. I don't like I like the funk aspect of it. Shit right here. What you talking about? Listen to this weird. What is that? Jim Morrison in the doors. Okay, and I'm clearly, uh, look at that. The picture's still there. I'm going to hit this button. It's going to go away. Boom, there it goes. Bye. All right, I'm still new at this, like I said earlier. <laughs> Who knows what's going down? Ah, okay. So one of the things about the doors is uh, I was a bit, I am, I was, I'm a fan of their music. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. When I was a kid, uh, definitely a big inspiration, definitely. For me, was uh, Jim Morrison in the doors. Uh, his voice, awesome. He always has like like I uh, I was commenting earlier like some weird ass little segment of some strange poetry and shit that's in there and you're always like oh it's deep it's such deep deep words and then you listen to it now and you're like what the fuck is he talking about is this nonsense but anyways um, 
I was definitely heavily inspired by The Doors and quite a few bands from that, uh, that entire scene. Uh, that brings me to the next song, the next artist. Uh, recently, I also had a, the opportunity to on my podcast to talk with uh, Gene Owens of the band Faithless Town. And uh, you know, he mentioned that he was also influenced by The Doors. And um, that's something that's kind of strange when you kind of get into this, this kind of information, when you start feeling, figuring out that a lot of the people you like aren't the coolest. Um, but it doesn't mean you can't listen to it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like we we even just th- we talked a little bit about Bruce Springsteen. We both Bruce Springsteen fans, and you know uh, Bruce is like a big fan of all the, well, all the dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? You pick just just pick a dumb shit topic, and he he likes that shit. Fucking jabbing him, shit. loves that shit, loves it. Anyways, this is the last song. Uh, I'll be back to say goodbye in a second. This is Do Not Comply, uh, Gene Owens' band, Faithless Town. Let's go. friends that was the last song i will be playing tonight and i want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in i really do appreciate it i do i do i do you have no idea how much i do i'm going to keep doing this uh sos radio is going to be here to stay a big shout out to manny he's on the fucking board over there he's the man behind all the controllers on the other side he's he's uh he's there doing the live chat thing 
you know, we, we set up a Discord. Go check that out if you want to keep in contact with us. Follow us on all the things that, you know, people do and stuff. Go to manuelia.com. You'll find everything over there. Also, you'll get a good chance to see Manny's new uh, website when we when we kind of launch it. It's, it's We have the old one up, but the new one's pretty cool, especially if you're like uh, old school and you remember what MySpace was all about and cassettes and, and records. You're gonna love, you're gonna want to check it out, man. You're gonna definitely want to check it out. Anyways, my dear friends, thanks for for tuning in. My name is Mano Ulia. This is SOS Radio. Next week we're gonna be talking a lot more about uh, social engineering, culture creation, and all that stuff. And we're definitely gonna be playing a lot more music. Who knows what'll happen? This live streaming thing's kind of interesting. Anyways, I love you. We're at the Big Bird. I'll see you next time.